chest. Now the card, I told him. Toss it on the table and walk away. By this point, he had no choice. The six of diamonds landed face up as the other card players, a big-handed, wiry teamster, and a balding whiskey drummer watched with open mouths. He was cheating, the teamster growled. No wonder I was getting beat so bad, the whiskey drummer said. We ain't letting him out of here in one piece, are we? The farmer asked, flexing his fingers into a fist. He owes us! I motioned to the gambler with my head to move toward the front door. He moved quickly, his holster and gun belt dragging behind him. Your money's on the table. Which do you want, it or him? I asked, keeping my eyes on the gambler as he reached the doors and pushed his way out into the night. There was no doubt in the drummer's mind. He stepped over to the table and began counting. The teamster decided he better keep his eyes on the money. The farmer joined them, saying, Seven dollars of that is mine! The others claimed their share of the pot, and the drummer looked over at me. What'd you have in, mister? Five bucks and six bits, I said, still watching the door. Well, there's twelve dollars and four bits left, the drummer announced after counting out my share. Twelve and a half bucks, the teamster said. Well, we're going to split that, ain't we? The drummer wanted to know. Word us that caught him, said the farmer. All I want is what's mine. I knew better than to do this. I'm going home. Not yet, I said, holding out an arm and stopping the farmer. I turned to the skinny barkeep. Did any of you hear anybody mount up and ride off? The barkeep shook his long face. Who wants to be the first one out that door? I asked. No one did. We can go out the back door, the drummer said. Where's your horse? I asked the drummer. Tied up out front, he said, realizing the stupidity of his suggestion. Everybody get away from this table, I said. I don't think this is over just yet. Chapter 2 My name is Joshua Guyman, and I never thought of myself as a particularly religious, much less a righteous man. And as for being Mormon, well, Mama read us the Bible and the Book of Mormon from cover to cover while we were young. I go to meeting pretty much every week, but... I do drink when I feel the need, and I like a friendly game of cards, and I was ready to kill that gambler if it would come to it. Emma, my beautiful wife, takes care of most of the reading and praying around our place, plus she's the one who takes care of the house and me. I expect I'm a lot more trouble than our little house. I take care of our cattle and horses, the fences, tending the garden, and Emma... Papa and Mama joined the church in Nauvoo, Illinois, before I was born. But three brothers and two sisters were already part of the family. The church had come from New York to Ohio and then to Illinois. There always seemed to be folks who didn't like the Prophet Joseph Smith or anyone who followed him. To hear Mama tell it, Nauvoo was more of a swamp than good land. But that's where the Prophet was told to go. Then he and his brother Hiram were murdered by a mob in Carthage. The church stayed where it was for two more years till our second prophet, Brigham Young, had a vision we needed to move on west. That's how we ended up in the Utah Territory, or what we called Desiree. Bishop Douglas is the one who chose Papa and Mama along with other families to go east with him across the line into Star Valley, south of Jackson Hole in Wyoming, to create a new ward. No one ever said it, but 
we all knew it was a mission given him by the church in Salt Lake. It was a time when the U.S. government was making it hard on us. Seemed our notions about plural marriage was what most folks seemed to hate about us. Papa never had a second wife, or even wanted one as far as I knew. And by then, there were seven kids, and our family and friends were about the only people we had much dealing with. When I was 17, I took a job driving a stage from Jackson into Idaho Falls down to Salt Lake and back. That's where I met Emma. She caught my eye as she boarded along with two drummers and three women, Emma, her mother, and her younger sister. Emma was just 16 at the time, and her sister was 13. One of the salesmen was a big, loud man with hardly any hair and bloodshot eyes. We were headed down to Salt Lake when the drummer started haranguing the whole stage about the fact that he was a Christian and the Mormons weren't.